the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Everybody's been down, hit the bottom, hit the ground. Ooh, you're not alone. Just take a breath, don't forget, hang on to his promises. He wants you to know you're Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is here to be your go-to educational and informational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. Her guests will bring you important insights and information, helping you make better decisions through this process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, and give you hope. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton starts now. And here's your host, Christy Stratton. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm Christy Stratton, and thank you for listening in each and every week. If this is the first time you are joining us, a very, very special welcome to you. And if you are back with us again this week, welcome to you, too. And thank you so much for listening. I really am so very happy that you are here with us This show is for those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and also for friends and family of those divorcing. It can be an overwhelming life event for everyone involved. You know, we're not here to coach you to get a divorce or give you legal advice, but we are here to walk the path with you if you are faced with a divorce. And we bring you specialists who can help you make better decisions during this time provide you information and resources, give you ideas about how to be your best self in a time that can frankly bring out your worst and give you hope. Moving forward is our theme in January. Speaking of, how can we already be in the third week of the new decade? Can you believe? I just really can't. So with a new year comes celebrating the new year and the new decade. Today we are celebrating here on the Divorce Coaching Hour because we have another coach joining us today and you will be celebrating too when you hear what this coach will share with us. But first, I need to tell you a story. You know the saying, best laid plans, right? So we had our plans for the show, those best laid plans. And guess what? Well, they aren't what's happening today, right? But wait. The plans now, they're even better. We all have our plans. We make them. We get attached to them. We expect them to work out. And then sometimes, guess what? They don't work out. Kind of like the plans we had when we got married. And when the plans made for that life together don't happen and they fall apart, we often fall apart. It can be very tough. It can be very, very, very tough. And I'm not saying that lightly at all. So let's just take a moment and honor that tough place 
I've been there. You're there. Now, what I'm going to say next, in no way, shape, or form makes light of any of this tough place and the plans of a marriage when they fall apart, not at all. I'm going to tell you a story about the plans that were made and plans that didn't happen with regards to this show, right? Um, Please know that these plans aren't on a level of a marriage or a dissolution of one. Still, they are plans, and these particular plans didn't work out. So my guest, who was scheduled to be on the show today, was to have just held a training for fellow coaches, including me. And on this show, we were going to talk about the training and talk about the takeaways and how they could help you, the listener, as you traverse divorce. But that conversation can't happen today because that training didn't happen. The plans that we had didn't happen. Why? Because my guest, unfortunately, got very sick, very sick with the sickness of the season. Yuck. She found herself in bed for several days with a very high fever, and I felt really bad for her. I'm sure you guys do too, but she is better now. Thank goodness. And guess what? There are new plans and the plans that we had for this particular show didn't happen. But when now that she's feeling better, we've made better plans. And you know what? She's here today with that new plan and friends, the new plan, as I said, even better. We're going to talk about what happened. We're going to talk about the training that she was doing and spoiler alert. It's a training around Houston's own Brene Brown dare to lead remarkable teachings. But now Here's the even better part. She's joining me after this show, after that training. She's going to be on the show again with me, and we'll get those takeaways then. So today we're going to talk about what happens when plans fall apart, what happens to our lives, what happens to us, and specifically what happens to our thoughts. So my friends, get ready for a helpful discussion. I'm here with Cecilia Inquist a professional certified coach, accredited coach through the International Coach Federation, a certified Dare to Lead facilitator, and a past president president of the International Coach Federation, Houston's chapter. chapter. So welcome, Cecilia. I'm glad you're here and feeling better. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. <laughs> she laughs. She's like, yes, I am too. Let's celebrate that. So we're going to talk about plans. And as I just talked about, we had those plans, right? Yeah. We had those plans to come and talk about this training. And we were all very excited about it. Um, some coaches that you asked us to come in. And just let's say very quickly to get, if you've heard of Brene Brown out there, Brene Brown is um, a, a Houston um, PhD sociologist person, uh, P, um, professor. I'm not sure if she's still practicing. I'm sure she is at the University of Houston. She's actually uh, one of the, another guest had shared with me still, one of the top, seen youtube videos out there in the world and i think it's still in the top five but at one point she had the most the highest grossing uh youtube video talking about shame and vulnerability and the work that she's done and so um while cecilia does not work for dare to lead does not work for brene brown brene brown has a training program of coaches and she teaches people to um to facilitate uh, the views of um, Brene Brown. And so we're going to be talking about that. But more importantly today, that was that was the training. And we'll, we'll talk about my takeaways next time or somebody else's takeaways or however that may work out because I may or may not be able to be at that next training. But sometime I will get that training, right? Um, but we're going to be talking about those plans. And you shared with me, Cecilia, a story about those plans that we had and and of 
you facilitating this training session, and then you got sick, and the plans didn't happen, and the process you went through. And so tell us a little bit of that story that you were telling us the other day, Hmm. uh, or telling me, rather, the other day, about what was going on in your thoughts. And, you know, take us through the whole story. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Not to put you back in that that, that terrible place of 103-degree fever, but... Let's do. <laughs> let, let, well, let's do because it was uh, it was a terrible place, and um, as as you've said, Christy, there was so much leading up to this workshop, and I wanted to do it so badly. I had gathered all these lovely, awesome people, and I'd been waiting for it. I've been preparing for it. I spent Several so much time. Now, yes. yes. And uh, th- th- there was a lot leading up to it, and, and because uh, one of the reasons why it was so uh, important for me is uh, that I got the training uh, with Brene last year, so this is the first year that I'm going to start offering this, and and so this was the first one. I wanted to really, really have fun, right? And um, and not so much fun when you're in bed for three no, days with a hundred degree fever. We were gonna, <laughs> yeah, we were going to do this over a Friday and Saturday, and on the on the Wednesday night, driving home from another workshop, I. I started feeling so bad. I was in my car, and then all of a sudden, I'm, 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 I'm going, what, what is going on here? I am so shivering. I could not get warm. Right. And I got into my house, and I couldn't speak because my teeth were chattering so bad. And, but I, I was still really, I know I got a fever. I know this is not really going well. And I know I got this workshop in two days, but... But I'm and, still going to do it. But I'm, and I'm, I'm still going to do it. I'm, I'm going to hold on here. Maybe this fever will go away overnight. That was my thinking. Very, very hopeful. Right. And that's that, you know, most of us would think the hopeful thinking is good thinking. Yes. But then as you went on, and I know there was a point I called you to say, hey, a few details or texted you and... You're like, oh. Yeah, no, that was the next morning. I, I woke yeah. up and I, I knew that this wasn't going to happen. And um, so I was partly in denial and partly I didn't want to act. I knew what I needed to do. I really knew. I knew I needed to cancel this. I knew I needed to, to contact people. And here I'm sitting with 103 plus degrees fever, <laughs> not really thinking very straight. Right. And I'm very, very, you know, when you're that sick or in you, both, both physically sick, but also maybe if you're in emotional pain, right. you're in a place and you're just not functioning at your best. Right. So uh, I tried to make decisions. I tried to contact people. And and um, anyway, I, I got to cancel it. I, I spoke with you, and I spoke with some others, and then I went back to bed. But what happened then was actually very – I did not expect this to happen to me mm-hmm. because I went back to bed, and all of a sudden I didn't realize it at first – but the thoughts that were starting to swirl around were going in a really, really bad place very, very quickly. And I didn't catch it at first. Uh, first, I realized that I, I was sad. I was really, uh, I was sad, I was feeling weak, I started to cry, uh, and then backed onto that, that emotional place came, I'm not good enough. Mm. Um, it, this is my fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should have taken better care of myself. I'm letting people down. And then it swirled even worse. Mm. And I went to, to, a, to, to a very dark place. And I said to myself, I am not trustworthy. Nobody will mm. ever trust me ever again. Yeah. 
And you know, as you say that, and and um, we're going to dig into these thoughts because they are, I would, people might be going, okay, how are you likening this to divorce? But call it any sort of um, change of our plans. And it, uh, oddly enough, those that's a loss, whether it be a divorce or a seminar that's not going to happen or training that's not going to happen, right? Yeah. But these are the things that if we don't catch that thinking, and I, I just love your vulnerability that and transparency that you will share that because these are the things that other people are feeling and definitely in divorce. And it's that we, we talk about it as a divorce coach is that emotional brain, that emotional thinking that can take us down that spiral. And as you said, a very dark place. So then we can't make good decisions. And part of what I do as a divorce coach is help people get into their thinking brains. So this exploration is going to be absolutely perfect. My friends, we are talking to Cecilia Inquist, a fellow coach here in Houston. And we're talking about what happens when plans that you made don't happen. Right. And the process that we go through and understanding the, the reality of them, but then also understanding what we can do to get a, ourselves out of what you might have heard that stinking thinking. Right. So, my friends, stay tuned. You want to hear this. This show is going to be so helpful for you. Stay tuned. A divorce can change your whole world, including your financial picture. The more you know and the better you understand your options, the more likely you are to make sound financial decisions. Learn how to build a solid financial strategy today that may help you provide greater security and flexibility in the future. Morgan Stanley Financial Advisor Gary Wolf can help. Contact Gary Wolf today at 281-362-4706 to get started. That's 281-362-4706. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, Morgan Stanley, its affiliates, and Morgan Stanley Financial Advisors do not provide legal advice. Clients should consult their attorney for legal matters. Anytime you are selling or buying real estate, you need a seasoned real estate agent to navigate you through the process, especially when you are selling or buying because of a divorce. But you don't want just any real estate professional. You want one who is a real estate collaboration specialist in divorce. You want Jennifer Dodds. Jennifer will help you move forward through the real estate process during your divorce as your strong advocate. Call Jennifer today to learn more about how she can help you with all of your real estate needs at 281-974-703. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and simpleelegancetx.com. There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com.
are back. We are back with Cecilia Inquist, a fellow coach, a fellow international coach, federation coach. I'm so happy that she's here. And my friends, we are talking about, we are talking about when the best laid plans that you've made fall apart and what happens. And Cecilia was talking to us about what happened. And you, you might wonder, how does this track with coach uh, divorce? Um, but how it tracks is she was, she was ill. She was going to be on the show um, and she got, uh, she was going to have a training rather. And I was going to be involved in the training. And then on the show, we were going to be talking about the training and the takeaways, but she got sick. And when she got sick, she was very sick and with a fever, which really kind of monopolizes the ability to think. And, but interestingly enough, she went from that sick and that fever and knowing kind of on one level, okay, my body's sick, right? But as she shared the first segment, very somehow quickly seemed, you know, within 24 hours or less, her thoughts went to and landed her in a place of thinking, I'm not trustworthy. And, you know, those of you out there who are listening, you might think, okay, I've been there. I mean, how do I, you know, somebody cuts me off at the light. And the next thing you know, I'm the worst person in the entire world. And what happens in our minds when we do those sorts of things? And when we don't catch that so-called, as I said, stinking thinking, but I'm not saying that your thinking is wrong. It's just, how do we get out of it? So I want to know more about that, Cecilia. Has you, as you said, and you were very vulnerable and you shared, I was sick. Okay, that's the fact of the matter. But then all of a sudden, it led right to, I'm not trustworthy. How did that happen? Let's talk about that. Let's dissect that. Let's explore that. Hmm. And... I'm still uh, kind of thinking through the you're fever haze. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. but it's <laughs> well, you're still you're, you're you're bringing back that terrible, awful moment. Yeah, that's not a good memory to have. Let's move off that pretty quickly. No, no it's, it's okay. <laughs> I think it's important to talk about because it does uh, it show that spiral. That if we start to spiral, we spiral out of control very quickly, mm-hmm. and our thoughts are going someplace, and it can take us to some some pretty horrible places that aren't true. That just aren't true. Yeah, there was. I mean, how how, how do you get from uh, getting a fever <laughs> to I'm not to, trustworthy? To I mean, it, there, it, there's no sense to it. It made perfect sense when I was there, right? But I, unfortunately, when I caught myself, I could get out of there and say, you know what? What is this? This story is mm-hmm. just so. It's so bad. It's just there's no truth in this. So I'm as a coach, as your role as a coach, and then and the work as a dare to lead facilitator, and all of that. The the work, and you're also a professional certified coach through the International Coach Federation. First question I have for you is is how does that happen? The spiraling of the brain in the in the divorce coaching world, we talk about the emotional brain, and we can't think. We want to get them to the thinking brain so we can process. And so I'm hearing some some sort of you know resonance there, kind of the same thing. But really, how does that happen? That spiraling, as you said, out of control to things that aren't true. So how does that happen to us? It's it's as you're saying. It's the emotion. I mean, we are emotional beings. Mm-hmm. We think that we're very uh, rational and all sorts <laughs> of things, but we we're just not. We we are always governed. <laughs> I'm la- and- I'm laughing because I often say this thing: rationalize. I, I'm rationalizing this. You know what rationalizing is? Rational lies, right? <laughs> but yeah, we're emotional beings, and so. You're in that spiral. You're so, emotional. So anything that happens is going to be first processed in the emotional, in our emotional system. 
Okay. And then if we're lucky, it's going to kind of filter through and, and then have some sort of sense made into it in the cognitive brain <laughs> after a few seconds or minutes or something. Yes. However, when something occurs on an outside, we are always processing that through that emotional state. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it, 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 it's always there. Right. And in this case... Uh, I got. We. I got. I think what I what happened was an emotional hijack. It's. It's. A, you can. That go, word Google was coming It's an emotional me. hijack, yeah. and and when that happened, I was on the spiral. It's like getting in a in a in a flying wagon, and and off you go. And it's like <laughs> wow. I'm thinking of the Wizard of Oz when Dorothy was circling yeah, it's around. It's that, like yeah. Whoa. But for me, it's, it feels like that tornado because it really uh-huh. does spiral and it spirals down, mm-hmm. and it's 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 just. And I can feel it inside. I don't and know. And I bet it feels like it feels like that for me. If it feels like that for both of us, I bet it feels like for a lot of people. Yeah. 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 And you were, I mean, and I know not to make light of it, but you were just, your body was physically ill. And yes, that's bad in 103 degree fever. That's bad. And you felt awful and terrible, you know, in an emotional standpoint of a divorce, a, 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 as some people might think that that life is falling apart, mm-hmm. Yeah. you know, it's we can liken the same thing there that they're spiraling into that place. And so one of the things I heard you say, so that it kind of how it happened, but I heard you say this a couple of times. I caught myself. Yeah, but I didn't catch myself at first. So what are you talking about when you say catch yourself? I started to notice what I was actually thinking. Oh, how do you do that? Uh, for me, because I uh, fortunately have learned something during my, my years as a coach, I do have some uh, systems in place for okay. myself. And one is to listen to what words am I using when I'm speaking about myself. Okay. Uh, I think most people, we, we, we have a couple of voices or at least two or <laughs> fi- in my case, maybe 15. <laughs> well, I'm right there with you, my friend. <laughs> but those voices that, can be so loud and drown out yeah. um, that, that, that you, and you also use this word, truth, the truth. And yeah. it's telling us those lies. Yeah. The, the, fir- the first indicator was to, uh, to, to, to listen to the words. And okay. when I start hearing detrimental words like trust, you, trust not trustworthy uh, or um, uh, you are, you've let people down, that sort of, of language makes me go, oh, my goodness, what am I saying to myself? Right. What is going on here? So uh, the, the, the words and also the, the, uh, the word should Mm. Oh, I talk about that. I got it from Anthony Robbins years ago. And I know this is a Christian station, but should is you should all over yourself. I mean, it really is. It's a very negative thing. I can feel those words in my my body. Yeah, that the, the word should is, again, for me, a huge, huge red flag. You know, I get that like that word should is it's almost like you're not measuring up. I should be someone else. I should be. I should have been this superwoman who never gets sick. Well, is that a reality? No. no. Yeah. And so that goes back. What I'm hearing there is that you have these tools yes. to catch. A lot of people don't. So they stay in that spiral, that tornado, that Wizard of Oz place that does not lead them to the Golden Brick Road, the Yellow Brick Road, um, and finding their way home. That leads them so often to a land of never, never. Right. Yeah. And so what other things can they do to catch? I think listening to the language is the first thing. Okay. Listen to your inner conversation Mm -hmm. and and 
ask yourself one question. Would you speak like this to somebody you love? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No. The answer would be no, I the, think, the all answer the time. Is no. Well, some, some people may, and that's another conversation. Yeah. But would you? We often speak to ourselves, at least my experience, is way worse than anybody else would speak to us. Is, yeah. We, we yeah. do, and it's, it's so unfair. Okay. Uh, I mean, I would never go, let's say that it was my child, my 12-year-old, who's laying there with this fever. Would I go and tell him? <laughs> well, you're untrustworthy <laughs> because you got sick, son. No. It's you crazy. Know? It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, it, we, don't, we don't do that. But so, so thankfully. <laughs> you have that tool. I have that tool. Yeah. And, 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 but I have had to develop it because I didn't use to have that tool. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah. And it. It, it can go to whatever it is that really draws us. Mine is, I'm not good enough, right? And those things of, again, I, I'm tracking right with you, that should. And, you know, it can come from our upbringing. It can come from the surroundings. But the thing that I, I've learned, and thank goodness, and people might think, you know, that's kind of odd that you say this, but our brains are plastic. And then people go, huh, what? What are you talking about? there's a thing called neuroplasticity in it. And it's been proven over years that we can reframe our minds. And so that's what I'm hearing you've done is reframe your minds, catching those words. Uh, there's a word, my background um, is, and I do work with real estate agents to build their career, their businesses and so forth. But a lot of time, entre- entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, real estate agents, they'll say, I'm swamped. And I get them to look at, okay, let's talk about when you're telling your clients that you're swamped, what are you really saying? Let's talk about what is the word swamp? The swamp, and people I've kind of interviewed and talked to and students for years, that's marshy, bacteria infested, dirty, dark, alligator infested, snake infested. And then if you are swamped, what does that mean? You are drowning in an alligator, bacteria, murky, right? And you're going and telling your client, I'm swamped. Does that give them any sort of trust in you, right? But we don't understand how powerful those words. And if that's making someone else have a complete and immediate thought of you, what are you doing to yourself? Yeah. So words, mm-hmm. catching those words, asking yourself, would you speak to someone else as you were speaking to yourself right now? What else? Anything else that comes to mind? Yeah, recently I've developed uh, more consciously this absolutely loving, loving presence within me. Mm. We talked about the voices, and I have nurtured very deliberately um, this compassionate, generous, beautiful, joyful presence. Mm-hmm. And when something like this happened, as it happened, that is something that I brought in. Yeah. And so a loving, is that a, a loving kind of mantra or a saying or, you know, for those who are Christian, a Christian verse or what is that? Uh, it can be any of those things. Okay. Whatever so it is that will give you, you the most loving presence that you can muster. Love. It's all healing and we need to give ourselves a lot more of that. And that's what we're talking about today is when those plans don't happen, that the way that you plan them, what can happen and our emotions get hijacked. So when we come back into the third segment, we're going to talk more about that. But a little self-care in between 
Listen in for the two-minute tip. You guys are going to like this. It's special for you guys today, so stay tuned. Come back with us. Cecilia Inquist is with us. Here's today's two-minute tip. As we talk about plans today that don't happen, I want to provide you a little inspiration. Let me say that I know that divorce is one of the most challenging life events one can go through. I've been there. I get it. And while we feel like we might not ever be able to recover from the broken plans, I want to read a story to you that lifts me up when my plans are broken and I myself am feeling broken. May this story that you have possibly heard before lift you up. A man found a butterfly, a a cocoon of a butterfly. One day, a small opening appeared. He sat and watched the butterfly for several hours as it struggled to force its body through that little hole. Then it seemed to stop making any progress. It appeared as if it had gotten as far as it could and could go no further. So the man decided to help the butterfly. He took a pair of scissors and he snipped off the remaining bit of the cocoon. The butterfly then emerged easily. But it had a swollen body and small shriveled wings. The man continued to watch the butterfly because he expected that at any moment the wings would enlarge and expand to be able to support the body, which would contract in time. Neither happened. In fact, the butterfly spent the rest of its life crawling around with a swollen body and shriveled wings. It was never able to fly. What the man in his kindness and haste did not understand was that the restricting cocoon and the struggle required for the butterfly to get through the tiny opening were God's way of forcing fluid from the body of the butterfly into its wings so that it would be ready for flight once it achieved its freedom from the cocoon. Sometimes struggles are exactly what we need in our lives. If God allowed us to go through our lives without any obstacles, it would cripple us. If we would not be as strong as what we could have been, we could never fly. Please listen in each week for another two-minute tip all to support you or someone you know who is facing or going through divorce. And please share this episode with those who will benefit. And we are back and we've been talking about plans and when plans don't happen as we want them to. And kind of that place that we find ourselves in that uh, where those plans that don't happen can really take us to emotionally and hijack our thinking. We've been talking to Cecilia Inquist and she is a fellow coach um, in and around the Houston area. And she was sharing her story about this. And I appreciate that definitely that vulnerability, that transparency, because I think we all struggle with this. And what we're going to step into is where we ended in the last segment Uh, talking about that self-love and how we can get ourselves to that place of giving us more compassionate thinking. But that might be a tall order, and we're going to talk about that. But first, I want to find out, and I know the listeners want to find out, is how how can they reach you? How can they learn more about you, Cecilia? Uh, Yeah, well, thank you for asking. Of course. My (laughs) pleasure. They need to know about you. More coaches, the better. More coaches, the better, yes. Uh, uh, So I'm uh, an executive and leadership development coach mainly, Uh, work with leaders in uh, mid-sized to large companies. But I do also work with uh, with people and private clients who, who want to just move from one place to another. Right. You recognize that you want to make a change. Yeah. And how do you do that? And how do you do that? Um, I uh, believe very much in integrating heart, mind, soul, 
uh, in as a holistic system. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, to my help, sometimes I take horses and do equine facilitated Yes, you workshops. do. <laughs> yes, that's exciting. They are the best teachers uh, for humans and for leaders, I think, uh, and for me <laughs> personally. I need to get in on that training, too. There, mm-hmm. I, need, I need a little experience with that. I think that would help me grow. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's so... That, and you're also a runner? I am a runner. I'm a, one of those crazy runners. That she do, is a crazy runner. <laughs> <laughs> I aspire to be her. <laughs> when, uh, yeah, I, 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 one day I thought, you know, half marathons and marathons are not enough. So I started doing ultra marathons. Okay, no, I don't aspire to do that. <laughs> ultra marathons. What are those, like 100 and 150 miles? Oh, my gosh. Well, that would be my aspiration. I haven't quite gotten past like in the 56-mile mark. <laughs> <laughs> She's an inspiration, my friend. So how would someone reach you should they want to find out more about you and the that you uh, they can reach me uh, uh, via uh, well LinkedIn is always a good place to start Cecilia uh, Strale Inquist Cecilia Inquist uh, or my website uh, inquistcoaching.com and spell that for us E N G Q U I S T coaching.com okay good and little something added to that nice bio there mm. you're a certified dare to lead facilitator. I am a certified dare to lead uh, uh, facilitator as of uh, September last year. Uh, Brené Brown decided to do a full year with four cohorts uh, of uh, people that she was training to become facilitators uh, and the work and the research that she did in the last book Dare to Lead. So mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, was uh, was selected to be in uh, one of those cohorts. Wonderful. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. That's was... that's not easy to come by. I know I I've looked at the opportunity there before and it it's um it it's a few and far between that get selected for the cohorts. Yeah. Yeah. So good for you. And good yeah. for us. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm 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 excited. I'm excited for um, both learning the, the material and also be able to share it uh, yeah. moving forward. And now I, I know just a little bit about Brene Brown. I've I've devoured her information for years, and you know, uh, read um, the Gifts of Imperfection, um, Rising Strong, or yes, Rising Strong, yes, um, many many things, many of her books, and listened to her, and. Even, I think, and I don't know if she still has this, but their uh, website years ago, Courage Works, and um, went through some trainings and so forth that she had on that. And, you know, now with Daring to Lead, I, I know a lot of her work, and one of the things that I heard throughout there, she was wanting to bring forth uh, a global exploration um, transformation around um, uh, um vulnerability shame and vulnerability yeah and does does that come into play in in dare to lead as yes well? okay a, a, every a, a, if you are familiar with her work um the themes that she's got builds in every book so uh, dare to lead is the compilation of everything that she's done previously including the research that she's done within organizations so it's a little bit more targeted towards organizational work okay. but it has all the components uh, all the vulnerability the shame empathy work uh, 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 the the whole uh, uh, rising strong process right uh, how to get past um, uh, things that keep up from being uh, courageous because that is really what it is about it's about courageous leaders what uh, what's in the way and uh, then she 
distilled it into to four teachable, observable, and measurable skills. Oh, okay. So okay. that was really exciting. Uh, one thing, uh, if I may have yes, that minute, yeah. is um, that it really excited me when I read it the first time was that courage. We often think about you know somebody is we think about some people being courageous. Mm-hmm. And when uh, when asked, leaders said, yeah, you know, some people are just courageous. But they're not. That is something that we're taught. It's a taught skill. Mm. And and we can reteach us that. Um, if, if, you, if you think about somebody or something that you've done that is brave, mm-hmm. that was something that you learned mm-hmm. from a very early age. Mm. Many times, many times it comes from very early age. So there, there are some things that we, we say, well, I am this uh, or I'm just like that. However, if you trace it back far enough, that is something that you actually learn that, that has then become part of your, uh, of your um, personal makeup. Mm. But, but, but doesn't necessarily, um, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a personality uh, trait. Right. It could be something that is learned. And that excited me. That is exciting because if you learned it, then you can learn something new or relearn something or understand even more about that. So that's really very deep. One of the things that we were talking about earlier was that loving voice that you talked about. And mm-hmm. even in that conversation there around Dare to Lead, we talked about vulnerability. So again, thank you for your vulnerability to come in and share the fact that you got to a place from being sick to going to I'm untrustworthy. And if we look at that in divorce, Let's just be real. You, me, if it's two of us in a room and we've both been through that thinking, there's a good possibility there are a lot of other people out there doing the same thing. And they're not alone. And especially when you may feel like your life, those plans of a marriage are falling apart. And one of the things I heard you say was, first we talked about words and checking in with your words and what words are you telling yourself. Also, then asking yourself, would you speak to someone else like you're speaking to yourself right then and there? And oftentimes, as you referred to your son, you wouldn't go and go, okay, you're untrustworthy because you have 103 degree fever. No. So that's kind of, that's getting you into that thinking brain, what we're talking about. But there was something else that you talked about, loving voices, that self-love and that compassion. So let's think about those listeners out there. They're going through a divorce. Their life maybe feel like it's falling apart. How can they find a way get to that compassion, that empathy, when they feel so vulnerable. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it is in the moment, and, and I will say this, maybe a little bit double-edged. Okay. Uh, in the moment, it may be very difficult to, f- to reach it mm-hmm. if you have not practiced it beforehand. Okay. All of these thing, things are, are and, and th- 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 there is hope in this. It's, it's teachable. It's things that you can learn and skills that you can learn and start practicing now. Um, uh, be- because when we're really at that deep and dark place, if we, don't ha- if we haven't practiced it, we may not know what to do. Right. Absolutely. Like many things in life. So with man- and that's like that with many things. Yeah. However... If you really are, and if you're listening, and if, if you are in that place, I want to invite you to throw all self-judgment, just just lay it off for a minute, mm. and imagine that there is a, a, a crack in that darkness where that light and where that love can come in, yeah. and just envelope you for a moment. 
And you get to pick where it comes from. If it comes from from uh, from your from from God, Mm -hmm. from a loved one, Mm -hmm. from somebody that you are missing dearly that may have passed, Mm -hmm. from anywhere, anywhere that you can get it. Just let it in and let it envelope you for a little little while. Like a big hug that wraps you around. If you can just even envision that in your body, I'm getting it. Yeah, I'm feeling. I'm feeling it right now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're feeling it. And then what happens? Leave it. Just, just let it feel. Just let yeah. it let it be. What does that do f- for us? I know what it does for me. I, I actually just heard a tone in my voice change. Yeah. I felt more at peace. Um, I felt more cared for. And, you know, I'm just going to go out there and say, may possibly whatever maybe walls or pretenses or anything that I might have had that might be coming across and we were just kind of fell off. My heart has been opened to receive, to receive good words. Um, You know, what do you find that works with clients? I know in coaching, you can hear that just little switch in their voice when they give themselves that compassion. I'm thinking they make better decisions. Yeah. 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 Also recognize that enveloping oneself with that that love and compassion is and also feeling joy is the most vulnerable place we can be in. Mm. Okay, that's a deep statement. It, it yeah, and it's even even more vulnerable than to be in shame. Okay, so when we come back, we have to <laughs> dig into that before our final thoughts must be that because that one my friends, is going to be good. You guys, stay tuned. We're here with Cecilia Inquist. She is a coach, fellow coach here in Houston, and we are talking about when plans, the way that we plan them don't happen, and how we feel, and the thinking that we go to, and what we can do, learn and develop skills, and practice skills that can help us get to a place of compassion, compassion so that we can make better decisions. You guys don't want to miss this. Coming back. the chance we take to be always working the divorce coaching hour with christy stratton is meant to come alongside those considering divorce in the midst of it coming out of it and maybe even help save some marriages many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives whether they are going through a divorce or they know someone who is or has it can be a lonely and challenging time of life but it doesn't have to be There are many professionals involved in the divorce process who want the very best outcome for those involved. These professionals include attorneys, financial analysts, mental health professionals, and those in the helping professions, real estate agents, title companies, churches, and those are only a few. For those touched by divorce, these professionals play a critical role in the outcome, and those going through this process need to know about them. Another goal of this show is to provide resources to listeners, including informing them about the professional's who can help. If you'd like to let our listeners know about you and your company and services, please contact us. We have corporate sponsor opportunities available. Call 281-944-8043 for more information. That's 281-944-8043. We want to help our listeners know about you and your business. Call us today to apply as there are some requirements. Call 281-944-8043. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me. 
Oh, Mike's choice. He always does such a great job. We have the most amazing producer, I tell you what. And he loves it when he gets to choose the songs. And he's over there going, yes, 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 I'm so excited. And he listens into the show and he'll pull a song if I'm if I if I don't already have thematic songs in mind. And this time he went, of course, to the Beatles and the Beatles just speak. I don't know about you, just something. Let it be right. Speaking words of wisdom. And that's what we're doing is speaking words of wisdom into a very broken place of divorce. And oddly enough, you know, we were just speaking about joy and as a, as a word of wisdom. But our guest, Cecilia Inquist, said something that really there's not a lot that makes me speechless, as if you listen into the show, you can hear that. Uh, <laughs> um, she, I'm speechless. And Cecilia, let's see if I can say that again. Well, uh, Cecilia is a fellow coach here in the Houston area, a, a professional a certified coach with the International Coach Federation, certified leadership and executive coach, and a certified uh, Dare to Lead facilitator, and uh, a joy to be around, a joy to call my friend. Um, and a fellow coach myself. Um, and speaking of joy, we've been talking about when our brains get hijacked in this emotional thinking and in, in some sort of a crisis. Hers came from being sick, um, and whether what le- whatever level of sickness can hijack that brain, and we can go into that emotional thinking and the what ifs and the why nots and what I should be and why I'm not that and all of this sort of thing. Yours took you to a place of not being trustworthy. We recap some options of how to get ourselves out of that emotional brain. But one of the things we were just talking about is we were talking about compassion and care of ourselves. We talked about vulnerability. We talked about um, empathy. But you said this, joy is the most vulnerable place we can be in. Tell us about that. I'm speechless. Yeah. (laughs) I, I, I was too when I, when I, heard that the first time and then when I started to think about it so vulnerability we if we're defining that it's uncertainty risk and emotional exposure Mm. okay and imagine when you are in a place of joy and for me this is very often when I am um, uh, with my son, when I was when he was when he was little, you know, I would would sit on his bed on, on his bedside and then just look at him, and I would feel this enormous love and joy, and it would just flood me, my whole body, mm, mm. for maybe a couple of seconds, and then I would go, oh my gosh. This is so scary. I'm going to shut it down. What if something happens to him? What about all the other kids that don't get this sort of love? There was all these other, it, it was like this wall of armor com- coming up. And when we are in that place of, of love and, and joy, just think about it. I don't know. Think back of a, of a moment where, that, that mm-hmm. you, where mm-hmm. you've had that. Do you, you recognize it? Oh, I'm... I'm what I'm actually is, and I take a lot of notes with my uh, guests who are on, and I and I end up kind of drawing arrows and you know a visual component. And and when you said it, you know we were talking about hijacking before, but you almost intentionally just hijacked your thoughts with fear, and that's the wall of armor because you just went into the what if it, I don't have it anymore is what I got. Like mm-hmm. think about a relationship, think about you starting a marriage. And, and, you know, what's coming to me right now, I've heard even stories of people who have 
so-called hijack their marriages because of the repetition of the thoughts that they've then voiced, taking us back to words, right? Yeah. I'm afraid you're going to cheat on me. I'm afraid you're going to hurt me. And you say that enough, guess what's going to come true? Yes. And, uh, and, 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 and with that too is uh, something else that is coming up in my work as a coach mm-hmm. and, and, and also in, in neuroscience now when we're talking yeah. about story. Yeah, we we everybody we we are wired to create stories around uh, everything that we're really seeing that we're experiencing, and because our brains are are wired so that hey every time that that we get a story that makes sense we are getting rewarded literally with chemicals dopamine sh- injections in our brain. And so uh, even even if it's not true, mm-hmm. isn't that the kicker? Yeah. So every time that we make up a story that makes sense to us, we get rewarded by the brain because the brain says, oh, you know, I got that one. And it has and I need absolutely it. Yeah. no anchoring in reality. Right. It doesn't have to. It, that's how we start to spin uh, confabulations, conspiracies, uh, false truths. And then uh, what, what might also happen is that if we start to really believe that and live by it, then, then we're going down a path that is pretty, pretty detrimental. It is. And I, and, and as I took the, this kind of my notes that are reading here. So you've got story and the wired brain and, and that wiring is that reward place. And we're creating something that makes sense to us that cycles back. And so I cycle back to you describing that instance with your son, with that enormous, and you even said that enormous flood of emotions, and I can get it. So that enormous flood of emotions come around, feels good, but all of a sudden, wait a second, I know some story in my mind when that feeling good phase, felt feeling went away, and oh, I need to shut that down right now, because if I think about that, then I'm not going to keep getting this. And I can see yeah. where, and you use the word confabulation. And that is just a story. And if we live in that cycle, we create our own reality. Yeah. A story that many live by, especially when it comes to joy, I have found, including myself, is if I, if I, really, if I really allow myself to feel this vulnerable, because it's very vulnerable, uh, w- then something bad is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. S- so, I- again, it's not true. It has absolutely nothing mm-hmm. to do with each other. Mm-hmm. And and but many of us think that way, so we can't allow ourselves to go to the to the to the joyful and loving place because because if I do, I'm gonna get uh, a backlash or yeah. whatever it could be, and it, so so we never get to experience that joy fully either. The 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 thing too though is that we have to go through this vulnerable place, and it's a, it's 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 not it's tough work. It's, it's a t- yeah, it's a tough work to yeah. actually be in there. Yeah, because it is it is vulnerable. Nobody wants to be there. That's it's not a nice place to no. be. But if we not if we don't do that, we also deny ourselves to be. Uh, to to reach joy and love and happiness. I think I'm hearing in there though it it's two things. If we deny ourselves, we're actually des- denying ourselves the ability to fully live. Yes. And we've been taught, you know, in our worlds and our lives, the media and all of that. Um, and even as women, you know, super women, I am woman, hear me roar, that sort of thing. I need to do it all. I need to. And the fact of the matter is. 
the, the vulnerable places, we, we can't do it all. I mean, and, and so we have to make some choices. And so, you know, I guess the question that's coming up is what story are you telling yourself? But what I'm also hearing is hope in there, and that's what this show is about, is that you can, in fact, rewire your brain. Yes. If you said that you're, you've wired a story up, we can rewire it for another story. Oh, for sure. So how do we do that? Uh, well, it starts with awareness. Uh, what is what is it? So what we, is we, the story? What is the story? Uh, what are the the the, the uh, cues, so so to speak? How do we know that we're in that story, or how do we know that we are on a on a, a on a path that is not good for us? So how do we catch it? So coming back to the beginning of the the, the show, awareness. we were talking about your experience, although it wasn't divorce. Um, and you were married, and but this was a sickness. It was a crisis mm-hmm. of that day of sickness and plans that were going to be, you know, not happening because they got thwarted because you got sick. Yeah. And where you went with that story you were telling yourselves, and this is something that can be a wired story that we repeat often. And the more that we repeat it, the more it's true. But we can tell ourselves, as you said, you caught your thinking. Yes. And in order to do that, I think we need help sometimes. Either yeah. we can do it ourselves, but we, we might also need help from outside, um, whatever help that might look like for you uh, and, in order to catch it. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. I'm glad you said that. And and we just had recently our, our uh, monthly International Coach Federation meeting, and a, and a wonderful coach came in and spoke to us. Um, and she talked about this, you can't coach yourself. And a lot of people think that they're going to go to friends and family and they're not objective. So it's not just about going to a coach. You may need to go to a counselor. Uh, You may need to go to your pastor, but still getting out of that loop, that replay. But I think you've given some, the the listeners, some uh, really great tools is first think about your thinking, which is that awareness. Ask yourself, what am I saying to myself right now? Um, And, uh, you know, um, uh, what are, and then how can I give that compassion? And so yeah. in about 30 seconds or so, any final thoughts? And if you want to start doing some work around this, start with awareness. Okay. Write down what your thoughts are. Yeah. Big, right and then go back to it in a couple of days and see what did you actually write. I love the fact that you said a couple of days because that, in fact, takes it through a different filter when you write it down and then maybe even reading it out loud when you write it down. But give it a couple of days to kind of, you know, simmer and cook and so forth and go back and go, wow, because yeah. you're going to be in a different state when you're reading that. And that's yeah. what that's what one of my goals as a divorce coach is to help people with their thinking. And that's why I bring people like Cecilia on the show to talk about these different perspectives and different tools that they use, they, they've learned you know, we function as your thinking partner. And that's why we want you to listen into this show, whether you're considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, or if you know someone who is or has my guests, we're here to help you. And I thank you so much for being here with us. You're going to come back. Yes, I am going to come back. You are. You're going to come back. Yes, you are. (laughs) Thank you for listening today. It's my prayer that this show helps you or someone you know uh, going through this time of life. Find us at the divorcecoachinghour.com or call me at 281-944-8043. That's 281-944-8043. Thank you for listening today. I'm Christy Stratton, and I can't wait to be here with you each and every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 FM KKHD, The Word.